We're so glad you're joining us from around the world. This is our live stream audience. We've gone to two live stream services and two morning services in Rome. So God is expanding. They, uh, you know, it's amazing what God can do when you trust Him. I had the worship team sing a new song for you called Divine Exchange. Hope you enjoyed that song. You can go to YouTube and listen to that song. It's a powerful song, okay? And I'm going to talk about that today in our message. We're going to continue our series on Faith Moves Our Relationships. Faith Moves Our Relationships. Our Bible verses come from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Verse 25 says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. You know, last week we started this series on Faith Moves Our Relationships. And I talked to you about the relationship is communication with God. If you communicate with God, we call that word prayer. How many believe in prayer? Would you please raise your hand? Okay. Thank you. I'm glad I'm preaching to a church that believes in prayer. Hopefully everyone on that camera, you believed in prayer and you raised your hand. Because prayer is talking to God. How many talk to God? Let me just ask that question. Okay, some of you don't talk to God. How many talk to God? Raise your hand, please. Okay, thank you. Talking to God is prayer. God talking to you is communication. How many believe God can talk to you? Now, everybody in the world, 50,000 of you should be raising your hand somewhere in the world right now. I believe God talks to you. If God talks to you, that means he has something to say to you. Last week, we were talking about this communication process, talking. And I emphasized strongly the word texting. You do not text God. You don't send him an emoji. Our society has gotten whacked with communication, thinking that if we send a text message, that it clearly communicates our sentiment behind the message. I can tell you there is no sentimental feelings. I don't care how many emojis you put on your text message that you can communicate to someone. That is not good, healthy communication. I didn't see one amen. Listen, I'll just speak for the wives in the room right now. I can tell you, men, if you think you can get by by sending your wife a text message and that's going to solve it, it is not going to solve it. Matter in fact, they will think different about you because you think you can solve the problem with a text message. And if I send a few smiley faces, that's going to cover the basis. The words, I love you, 
the words, I'm thinking about you, go a whole lot further coming from the sound of your mouth than through a text message. How much more should we think about that in our communication with God? How can you think that, okay, God, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to send you a text message. God's going to know what I'm thinking. God wants to talk to you. He wants to hear your heart. That's called communication. It's called prayer. I believe this is part of the divine exchange. You give to God, God gives to you. A relationship from the beginning. God created us. I don't care what textbooks say, and they say you came from a monkey. They say you came from an atom. They came from a particle of dust. I don't care about all that. I believe what the Bible says. God created us in his image. And if that is true, Genesis chapter 1 depicts that to us, that that is what God says. And because of man's faults, and his failures, things happen. So from John chapter 3, he says, I want to keep this relationship so I will send my son to die on the cross so that I can have a relationship with you. Right? I'll send my son. God's saying, Jesus Christ, go to the cross so that I can keep my relationship with mankind. Jesus does that. Jesus doesn't stay on the cross. He comes back to life on the third day, the resurrected Savior, and he goes to heaven for John chapter 14 to say, I'm building a place for you. It's called heaven. You around the world, you're his people. And if that is true, then it's so important that we understand that in order for this process to go and to work with all of our imperfections, all of our faults, does anybody in this room have no faults or no problems? Would you please identify yourself? Just like my first audience. We all have faults. We all have failures. We all have imperfections. Even some of you may think you don't, but I'm just telling you, you do. Because if you get to be perfect, you get to go to heaven. God has a way to get you to heaven real fast when you get too close. So since you're all still sitting there and you're all still watching, I bet you still got some work you need to do. Hello? I bet there's some more stuff that's got to be worked out in your life. And because of that, I want you to know he's saying to us, there needs to be a two sides to this. There needs to be a production of fruit. Chapter point two. So somebody's cell phone just went crazy, so just turn it off, please. In John chapter 15, verse number 16, it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. I like that part in there. Not just fruit that's going to be for a little bit. Fruit that's going to last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give it to you. 
wow, there's that fruit. The subject of the fruits of the Spirit. If we're going to produce something, I believe it should be the attributes of Christ. I believe it should be the characteristics of Christ. Not of our imperfections and our faults and our mistakes, but Christ. And the perfection of Christ. The characteristics of Christ. See, I believe that the fruits of the Spirit are given to the believer to fulfill the direction in our lives in the right manner. It's one thing to go in a direction. It's another thing to go in the direction with the right characteristics. Say, what are you talking about? Well, look at how John chapter 15, verse number 5 says it. I'm the vine. Jesus talking. You're the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is, he it is that bears much fruit. (laughs) For apart from me, you can do nothing. You tried living your life by yourself? You tried to live it without God? I can tell you, you've got a lot of mistakes, a lot of problems. With God, you'll still have mistakes, you'll still have problems, but you've got a God that's going to take care of you. You've got a God that's going to fight for you. You've got a God that's going to be on your side. You've got a God that's going to lift you up. You've got a God that's going to protect you. You've got a God that's going to heal you. You've got a God that's going to direct you. You've got a God that's going to be with you. You've got a God that's never going to leave you. You've got a God that's going to provide for you. Why? Because he wants a relationship with you. If he has a relationship with you, I can tell you that the characteristics of Christ will be evident in your life. So since we are connected to the Father... We need some assistance, some help on our journey to fulfill what God is asking from each of us. So that's why number three is these fruits of the Spirit. Galatians, our verse for the month, says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness. Now think about it. Which of these characteristics do you need more of? Fruit of the Spirit is love. Fruit of the Spirit is joy. Fruit of the Spirit is peace. If I got to one yet, you need more? Probably all of them, right? Meekness, temperance, faith. I mean, think about it. We all need them, and so they all need to be evident in our life, so we will have to do some things to get them to be more evident in your life. Why? Where do they come from? They come from the Spirit. The Spirit. The Spirit. We believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has been sent to us on earth. Why Jesus is in heaven. God the Father's in heaven. Building these mansions in this place called heaven. The Holy Spirit is here to abide with us. And to give us the things that we need. So that we on our direction towards heaven. We are going in the right direction. With the right characteristics on our life. Some of you got that, some of you don't. But by the time I'm done, you will all get it. So, in other words, 
more love. Where does that come from? It comes from the Spirit. God the Spirit. See, you say, well, how do you know that? The Bible says so. 1 John chapter 4, verse number 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Now, that did not say you can only love those that love you. Or think the way you think. Or from your country. Are you listening to me? Love everyone, including our enemies. Ouch! Those that speak evil against us. Ouch! Those that don't treat us right. Ouch! God, but I can help you. I'll take the stick. I will hit them hard, and then they will love better. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you today that the characteristics that Christ will put in your heart and in your life that the Holy Spirit will give you, I can tell you, will enhance the character traits that are natural in your life and they become almost supernatural. Because you say, man, how did I love like that, Christ? How did I have this kind of peace? Christ, how did I have this kind of gentleness, Christ? And you look at yourself, where did that come from? Are you listening to me? One dear sister over there is getting this today. The rest of you are still staring around. My morning crowd that was barely awake were louder than you guys today. I believe that this is what we were called our worship team led you in a song that we've asked for for this month. It's called a divine exchange. It's brand new to you guys. But I felt how appropriate this month when Pastor Jen kind of gets a song because that's what she does. She says, Rick, you need to hear this song. And I say, okay. And I hear the song and I say, hmm. That's pretty good. Let me hear it again. We end up hearing a song 20 times, 30 times in a row. In a row. And I keep hearing it and I keep hearing it. And I say, this is what our people need. They need to understand this divine exchange is happening. God gives fruit, our fruit expands, grows, develops so that Christ gets more of us in our beauty with our imperfections and our faults. But those bad characteristics start to fall off. Those things that are not good seem to go by the wayside. And all of a sudden, you are becoming like Christ. So in other words, if you need more joy... Where does that come from? The Spirit of God. Anybody need to be more happy? Hello? 
you know anybody that's grumpy? Don't hit women, please. I'll help you big time right now. Don't elbow your husband in the middle of these kind of messages. This is not your moment. Because some of you immediately thought, well, that, if that, are you listening to him? Well, I'm telling you, some of the men are thinking the same thing. I'm going to get her. Ah! This is not about that. I'm telling you, the characteristic traits that Christ wants to give you of himself through the Holy Spirit will be evident in your life no matter what the situation is, no matter what part of life you're on, no matter what decisions are in front of you, those kind of characteristics will show up. It's called this divine exchange. God gives you more joy. God gives you more peace. God gives you more gentleness. And all of a sudden you say, where did they come from? Spirit of God. See, you take the fruits and you do the search and you find out that these attributes of Christ, these characteristics of Christ, God wanting them for you. See, I can tell you, this will help you on your journey. When you love like Jesus loves, it'll help you on your journey. When you're kind like Jesus is kind, it'll help you on your journey. It'll help you in your life. See, that's why I believe that this communication with God, this relationship with God, it's a divine exchange. God gives you himself. He gave you his son. He gives you the Holy Spirit. He gives you the fruits. And all of a sudden you see that as these are coming to you, what's he asking in exchange? He's asking for you to make some changes. He's asking for those characteristic traits to be more evident in your life. So you look at the list that was given to you earlier today and you say, wow, how can I make that happen? There has to be some work that goes into that. Yesterday in our house, we have a little garden area that the landscapers come once a week and they cut the grass and they clean up the stuff. And, and we have these little light poles that are in the yard. And the lights come on at night and they have a nice little light in the yard. Well, the lawnmower kept hitting this one and had knocked the one light pole so it's crooked. I don't like crooked light poles. So I decided that I'm going to fix that light. And so I knew the weeds had grown up inside the light and it just was not good. All the other lights were okay. So I decided yesterday, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to fix that thing. So I got out there and quickly I learned that as I dug down into the hole to find out what was down on the bottom, I found out pretty fast that there was a big piece of concrete slab that had been poured on the bottom so the light pole could come and attach to that so it could be straight. Well, mine was like this, so I knew there was a problem. So in order for me to do that, I had to get down on my knees and start digging. I didn't have the proper 
small tools, so I used my screwdriver and my fingers and my hands, and I moved all the dirt and grass and weeds away from this pole. Till finally the pole kind of just fell over, and I realized that it was not attached to the concrete. The solid, hard part, it wasn't there. Somebody had tried to rig it way back when and tried to fix it way back when. But over time, they thought that the dirt being around it was just going to solve all their problems. Well, over rain and over time, my pole went sideways. And it was not good looking, so I decided I'm going to fix that. So as I was down in the dirt, my knees and my hands, and I'm dirty, and I'm pulling all that back, and I realized that there was a bolt that had come through the base of the light that no more attached the base to the concrete. So I had to take that bolt out. I have all the tools to do that. I took that all out. And I had to find a different bolt to fix the base to the concrete. So I did that, and I got it all tight, and I realized that up into the tube of the light, which is about this tall, had weeds and dirt and debris and stuff. So I had to pull all of that out of there. I was getting more dirty, and I was sweaty, and it was not good, but it was work. And I realized at the end of the day, my light pole was going to be working good. And I was going to take the time. And my 30-minute job turned into an hour job, which in turned into a little bit longer than that job. And I realized that my light bulb was broken, and I had to do a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, my light pole was perfectly clean. At the end of the day, the base was perfectly tight. And that my pole stood up straight and tall. And the light was beaming. And I put all the dirt back nice and neat. And I got up and I walked away from that project and said, it is good. As I thought about that late last night. As I was thinking about that message, I had not put that in this message. I finished most of my sermons by Thursday at noon so the tech kids can do all their jobs. And the Lord said, add that part because people's going to get it, that God is working on us. And sometimes there's some debris that may have grown up in there and caused a little bit of problems. Maybe it's the base had gotten a little bit off whack. Or maybe... There were some issues that happened. Maybe we just got to get down on our knees and say to merciful God, God, I've made some mistakes. God, I don't want this divine exchange to stop. If I've got to dig a little bit, I'm going to dig a little bit. If I've got to pray a little bit more, I'm going to pray a little bit more. If I'm going to cry out to you, oh God, I'm going to cry out to you. To say, God, I've got some issues in my life. I need some help in my life. I need some correction in my life. I got to get the weeds out. I got to get the dirt out. I got to get the stuff out so that I can live a life that is in divine exchange with you. Are you listening to me today? If it's going to be in divine exchange with Christ, 
It's in his beauty. It's in his gifts. And he gives them to you. I can tell you, you don't want to miss this month of messages. Because I believe that it will help you grow stronger in your relationship with Christ. It's one thing to pray. It's another thing to allow the development of those prayers to change the characteristics in our lives. It's one thing to ask God for a healing. It's another thing to ask God, correct us. It's one thing to say, God, take care of the providing this job. It's another thing to say, hey, God, if there be any wicked way in me, please change it. Are you listening to what I'm saying here today? It's one thing to say, God, protect my family. God, help my family. It's another thing to say to God, Almighty God, there needs to be some adjustments, I know. My attitude's not been right. The fruits have not been evident in my life. Are you listening to your pastor today? Let those characteristics, let those fruits of the Spirit be evident in your life. Would you stand with me, please? Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it's true. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that as you've come today to speak to us, you've used the worship team and you used the announcements of all those workers and leaders. God, you've used our tech team and our media team that's gotten the word out around the world. But God, the one thing we want to make sure that has happened is that, God, we have talked to you. So for the next moment, I want you to ask God direct communication. I want you to ask God, God, I need some more love in my life. Give me some more love. I need some more joy in my life. Give me some more joy. Would you just take one minute to say that kind of prayer to the Lord? I need I need some more faith in my life. I need some more gentleness in my life. I need some more gentleness in my life. I need some more goodness in my life. I need. Say it to the Lord. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. You have heard this message. I believe God has spoken to your life. Today, the best decision you can make is to follow Christ. It's to say yes to Him. And if you want to say that prayer with me, I'd love to pray with you right now. So I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Say it, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I won't do anymore because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, if you just said that prayer, that's the best prayer you've ever prayed. And I can tell you that God's got great plans for your life. In a moment, there'll be some information that you'll see online that you can follow up because we're, the relationship doesn't stop now. We've started a relationship where we're going to help you on this journey with Christ. Maybe you've listened to this prayer today and now you're saying, man, I got another need. Or maybe you've already given your life to Christ and you say, I need a miracle. Well, this pastor, this church believes in miracle. And so I want to pray a prayer for you right now that God will do a miracle for you. Dear Lord Jesus, 
I thank you for my friends that have listened today. God, there's nothing too big for you. You said we can ask anything according to your will, and you hear us. And Lord, when you hear us, you respond to us. And Lord, right now, there are people that are praying prayers all over the world, and they're asking you for a miracle. So God, no matter what it is, I pray right now, you will touch them, you will answer their prayer, and a miracle will happen for them as we pray this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer, I can tell you, I can't wait to hear the results of that prayer. So if you just send us a note, the information will be there right after you see this video, and you can say, I want to send that guy a note to tell him what God has done for my life. We love you. And remember, God's got a plan for your life.